the United States imposed sanctions on Russia back in March after Russia's annexation of Crimea. That's the spit of land that nearly connects Russia and the Ukraine in the Black Sea. Soon after the U.S. sanctions, the EU imposed them as well. The intention was to hit the pockets of close Putin allies and, by extension, show Putin that his money isn't safe either. But on the streets of Russia and Ukraine, among the non-elite, the effect has been different. Mark Kelleher has the story. My name is Olga. My motherland is Russia. Olga teaches English in the city of Chelyabinsk. The first thing you notice is her dark, curly, really frizzy hair and her very nice smiling eyes. I met up with her at her work, a school of aspiring child actors and actresses learning English language theater. Many of these students practiced as we spoke, singing and dancing, but Olga seemed to thrive on the confusion of the theater and of the Russian economy. Uh, most people like me, most Russian people like me, do not buy any foreign uh, products because they are always very expensive. And it is always possible to find, it has always been possible to find uh, cheaper products of uh, Russian production, not worse quality. If you wish, you can find it. Olga describes the inability to get foreign food, specifically fruit and vegetables, from the EU. You see, some of the sanctions prohibited Western banks from loaning money to Russian banks. This impacts the ability of businesses in Russia to borrow short-term money at reasonable rates. These bank sanctions are also hurting real estate prices and the real estate market. Many people have been touched by this, and I'm one of them. I'm American, and I've lived in Russia for 13 years. I'm outdoors right now, late November day in Russia. The uh, snow is blowing pretty hard. The wind is very cold. The uh, Russian ruble, national currency, has dropped about 35% in value since the beginning of the year. This is due to sanctions and to the low price of oil. Nobody wants to be left holding a big pile of rubles which quickly depreciate. It's like a game of musical chairs. When the music stops, whoever is left holding the big pile of money is the one out. So, I sold my apartment, and for two days, as I was waiting to complete my purchase, I was holding the big pile of money, sweating it out, hoping that I wouldn't end up without an apartment and only have a big pile of rubles. And finally, I had my apartment, and not the pile of rubles. These are little tricks that you learn as a Russian, too. Before a crisis, there's still the same amount of money available. So you hear about people who lose, but there's also people who win. For me, this time it worked out. I no longer have many rubles, but I do have something tangible, including a new home. And so do many other Russians. So this is what they hold on to. Ooh. What is that? Did you buy a new microphone? Ah, you were recording. Yeah, let me help you. Thank Ask nearly any Russian about sanctions, and their responses are similar. It's not normal uh, because the uh, world is 
global and uh, it's not good. It's not good for our country, first of all, it's not good for our people. So, and it's not good for me. I don't like po politicians, uh, European and American, but uh, just simple citizens of United States or uh, European Union, I, I like them if they like me. As individuals, we may sometimes sanction our children or our employees, but we would not sanction our husbands or wives, or for that matter, a business partner. This is because we have equality in these relationships. Sanctioning is always done by someone stronger to someone thought to be weaker. Winston Churchill once famously said that Russia is never as strong as she looks, Russia is never as weak as she looks. Most Russians feel betrayed after joining the international community and becoming part of the global economy. They now see that this can all be changed at the whim of other countries and leaders. For Olga, the sanctions have only built up a stronger feeling of patriotism with her and her friends. That's the opposite effect the U.S. was hoping for. The situation reminds her of an old Russian fable. There is a Russian Vasnya fairy tale called Moiska Islon, and the elephant, uh, the elephant and a small dog. The elephant is Russia, and the small dog are all those small countries. And when they are angry with Russia on some reasons, they just want to bark the elephant. They want to bite the elephant, but they can't do anything. And they just bark, 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 and get in and annoy all other people. They annoy their own citizens. But it is of no harm for Russians in in general. And and you know the Russian nature is like this that they uh, become more proud of themselves when there is an enemy. Most Russian people want to live in peace, uh, but uh, when somebody wants to hurt Russians, they become stronger and stronger. That's why, thank you very much for sanctions, that we are becoming stronger.